Orale. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP Podcast. Feliz Año Nuevo, everybody. Feliz Año Nuevo. Hope you already haven't have haven't broken any of your resolutions. Uh, the main thing, don't make resolutions. Come on, familia. Just live right. Enjoy life. Be healthy. And that's all we can ask for. So, hey, we're live on YouTube. Please make sure to like and subscribe. And that really helps us out. Also, make sure you go to FamiliaFFB.com to find our original content there. And we are talking about DFS, uh, Daily Fantasy. What For those of you who aren't in your fantasy championships, hey, Familia, we got you covered, okay? When you're talking about DraftKings pricing here, we've got some players that we're recommending for uh for the week 17 so uh, a lot of stuff going on first thing that you have to make sure to check on uh make sure to check on the injury report because there are a couple players that i'm talking about that are sort of like if this guy is health this guy is out this guy is a good play also the weather familia i go to nflweather.com make sure to go there to make to see if there's some rain going on if there's any snow anything like that so we're going to start with the quarterbacks first off Patrick Mahomes at Cincinnati. He's going for 7,800. Familia, he's getting his guys back. Kelsey is back this week. Tyreek Hill came back last week. The Bengals have been beaten up by Josh Johnson last week. Yeah, Josh Johnson, yes. And Justin Herbert a couple weeks ago. So the Bengals are giving up some points. This game has the possibility to shoot out because Joe Burrow is is hot. He's coming off of a big game. I'll be talking about him in a second. So uh, points to be scored. Mahomes could have one of these blow-up games with like, you know, 400 yards and five touchdowns. You never know. Another guy who could have that possibility, Matthew Stafford. So we taught, we saw what Joe Burrow did against the Ravens last week. Now, the, it's a little bit different. This game is going to be in Baltimore, but the temperatures are going to be around in the 50s to 60 degrees. It's, uh, right now, there's no rain in the forecast, but keep an eye on that. Stanf- Stafford is going to be ready to go off on a big game. He had a, t- he had a rough one last week. The Rams still beat the Vikings, but this isn't going to happen two weeks in a row. This defense is just decimated with injuries right now. And, and Stafford is just going to keep feeding his receivers, including one uh, that I'm going to talk about in particular. Stay tuned for that. Joe Burrow, 6,900. I, I mentioned the KC game. This game is going to shoot out. The Chargers and the Raiders have both given Kansas City some problems of late. So Burrow could just keep feeding his talented trio of receivers. It's not going to be 525 yards and four TDs, but the, you know we're talking about 300 plus yards, a couple scores, maybe more than that, because this is, this game is going to be high scoring. It's got about 50 point over under. Prescott, Dak Prescott. Going up against Arizona, this is going to be a home game. He's going for 6,700. He Here are his TD and INT splits at home. Seven, now, this is seven games each in each one. He's gone. He's thrown 20 touchdowns, two interceptions. On the road, nine and eight. This game is home. Arizona has allowed 10 touchdown passes in the last four games. Dak Prescott is a good possibility. Player that you could possibly play naked. I actually have a lineup set up with him that way. Is Taysom Hill going up against Carolina? He's throwing. He's going for six thousand dollars. The Carolina defense has just been hit hard with COVID and injuries, both on the front front four and also on the uh, in the secondary. Stephon Gilmore back there. Brian Burns up front. 
Hill has 11 rushing attempts in each of his last three games, so they're going to be th- they're going to be rushing it with him. With the, the secondary just decimated right now, he could tack on a TD or two back there and just have a blow up game. Uh, fresh off the COVID list is Carson Wentz. Now he officially has not been activated as of this taping, but keep an eye on that. He's 5,700 right now. The Raiders have just been depleted by injuries and COVID. So, I mean, it seems like a running running uh, joke. <laughs> no, not nothing to laugh at there. No, that what's happening is, you know, we've got COVID all over the place and there are some teams that you just got to take advantage of it. They're still going to play the games. The Colts are going to run plenty, but Wentz is going to take some shots with Michael Pittman. So he could be a cheap play for you. But the cheapest bargain play of the week is Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo has not been uh, has not practiced at all this week. He has not been ruled out as of yet, but I don't expect him to play. I don't think I think all injury experts expect him to sit out. Back in Week Five against the Cardinals, Lance ran 16 times for 89 yards, and he likes those short dump off passes. In Week Four, he connected on eight of them for 156 yards and two touchdowns to Debo Samuel. So, this is a a, a great, great smash play going up against Houston defense. They come off they're they're coming off a you know a big win, but now they got to travel to San Francisco. Weather doesn't look like it's going to be a problem. Let's let's look at that possibility on the running backs, familia. So kind of a recurring theme. Jonathan Taylor, you play him, right? Yeah, I know he's $9,000, but his O-line is back. Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly are both back. And the Raiders, their linebacker core has just been just, I mean, I, I've got no more. I've got no more adject, uh, adjectives. They're depleted. They're this could be a huge game for JT. I talked about it on a couple of days ago on our matchup show that this could be a game that where he go he goes for two hundred plus yards. You never know. This is a game that could break the slate and make and be worth the nine thousand. Another player that I'm that I'm really liking, David Montgomery, sixty five hundred going up against the Giants. He has twenty plus touches in each in four of his last five games. So you know you're just looking for volume with him. The Giants, they're just not they they are just not there on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, David Montgomery, Monty, get him. He's a great play. We've been talking about this guy for a couple weeks now, Ronald Jones. At New York Jets. Now there's possibilities some rain in there, which means that they could just start feeding the ball to Jones, feeding the ball to Jones. He's at 6,300. He had 20 carries last week against that giant that Jet defense that has given up 100 yard games to Miles Sanders, Alvin Kamara, and Duke Johnson in weeks 13 to 15. So Ronald Jones, he's going to get the bulk of the carries. He's a good bet. Another one that we we talked about on the other side of the JT game, Jonathan, Josh Jacobs uh, at Indianapolis. He is going for 6,200. Only one time since week 12 has he gone under 18 touches. And he also has nine, six, four, and three targets in the last four games. So, the, the Colts are also a little bit vulnerable. They gave up 127 total yards to Chase Edmonds last week. Jacobs, I mean, he may be the kind of like the answer to try and slow things down with the, the Colts, but uh, he is getting so much volume. You got to get him in your lineup. Rashad Penny going up against Detroit. The the Lions, they're playing their hearts out, but they're just they, – they they're just still giving, up, still giving up yards to the running backs. These are Penny's touches the last three weeks. 
17, 13, and 17. And he's gone over 130 rushing yards twice during that span. Going up against that Detroit defense, he's a good bet. On the other side of the line on that one, DeAndre Swift, $6,000. Now, he hasn't played since since Thanksgiving, but we've got injury experts. Uh, Edwin Porras and Matthew Betts have both, are both confident that Swift is going to come back and be ready for a full workload. And that full workload before he went out was 17 and 36 touches in the two previous games before he injured his shoulder. So uh, going up against that Seattle defense that has been incredibly forgiving to the to the running backs, He's a good bet. Another one. We just got some news a little bit ago. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he is going to be sitting out this week. So Daryl Williams, fire him up, $5,800. These are his touches in the three weeks that, that CEH was out, 19, 22, and 20. He is a good play this week. Cincinnati has also been for been a player that been a team that has given up some points and, and yardage to the running backs. Daryl Williams. Now, the cheap play on the side, bargain basement, Jarrett Patterson, $3,800 against Philadelphia. Now, Philadelphia's defense is, has been good. It's a top five defense since week 12. But, uh, you know, if Patterson is going to get anywhere close to the 19-plus touches that Antonio Gibson got in five of his last six healthy games, he could be, I mean, just from pure volume, he could get there for you. Uh, and for $3,800, that's a Great, great play. Wide receiver side, the top guy on the board, Cooper Cup Familia, $9,500, but he's going to Baltimore. And that's the number 32 defense and no rain in the forecast as of now. Now, let me tell you how many times he has had that Cooper Cup has been under 10 targets in a game. Uno. Una vez. Just from pure, pure, he's going for records. He's he is two hundred, just just under three hundred yards away from two thousand yards. So it is very possible for him with about one hundred thirty, one hundred thirty-five yards per game the next two weeks that he could actually be the first NFL receiver to get to two thousand yards. He, the Rams are already are all talking about it that he's going for records. So. Let, let, let's, I think this week going up against this defense, it's a smash spot and he could go off for you. Could be, go be a hundred, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Easy. Debo Samuel. We talked about it earlier with uh, Trey Lance. We have history of him going off with Lance at the QB. Lance loves to throw those, those short passes and let the receivers do the, do the running I think I think Samuel is uh, in a great spot to to potentially replicate what he did again, you know at home against Houston in this game. Tyreek Hill, another player who is he's eighty three hundred, but Familia, there is so much possibility for points in this game. I, I'm telling you, this is this game could be the funnest game of the weekend. He's a, another week. Removed from his COVID bout, he talked a little bit about how he got winded pretty pretty easily. I'm, uh, we're looking at there's been a lot of data showing that the that Cincinnati has been susceptible to the deep ball. Nobody better than no, there's no better deep receiver than Tyreek Hill, familia. On the other side of the ball, we're talking about this T Higgins, sixty nine hundred. Now he's cheaper than Jamar Chase, and one of the things he in his last four home games he has forty two targets in those games. 
he could at least, if not surpass Chase. And again, Casey has been giving up some yardage to Keenan Allen and and Hunter Renfro in his la in the last few weeks. Giddy up, giddy up, vamonos. So we got Jalen Waddle, 6,700 at Tennessee. So he also has 42 targets in his last four games. So something, something going on in the air. And as we saw the way Debo took down the Tennessee defense, they are vulnerable to these to, to elite receivers. Waddle is in that company, familia. This is a guy who's gonna who could who's gonna get who's getting fed, and he could he could just break the top off with that incredible speed. Brandon Cooks. At San Francisco, 6,000. So he's got 22 targets and 100 plus yards in each of his last, in the last, in his last two games. And the 49ers are number 31 against wide receivers. Cooks he, at 6,000, he's a good cheap play to be maybe one of the second receivers in your lineup. Over uh, another guy for the same price, Amon Ross St. Brown, 46 targets in his last four games, and he scored three touchdowns over that span. He is just getting fed. There's no TJ Hawkinson. He is going to have to deal with the fact that DeAndre Swift is going to get is going to be taking some targets away from him. But uh, you know what? He's a great bet for 10 plus targets against that Seattle defense that has just given up plenty of plenty of uh, receptions and yardage to the wide receivers. Michael Pittman, uh, 5800 Familia. Casey Hayward of the Raiders is out. So Pittman will run wild against the Raiders secondary. I mean, I, I almost feel bad for the Raiders. I mean, they had the big loss with John Madden. The franchise did. But uh, you know what? You still play the game. They'll have a pregame tribute. But Pittman, is gonna, he's going to lock up with uh, Wentz a lot over there. They're going to hook up plenty of times. Odell Beckham Jr., 5,700 at Baltimore. You know what? He's got 33 targets in his last five games, and he scored in four of his last five games. He's getting, he's hitting pay dirt, familia. 5700. I'm taking a chance on a on a wide receiver that's going to be getting getting some uh, potentially getting some uh, hitting the the hitting pay dirt, getting a touchdown. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, DJ Moore at New Orleans. So uh, 5500. Now we got Sam Darnold. A lot of people are talking about the fact that you know maybe Sam Darnold uh, isn't that great. But let's let's look at the fact through weeks one through nine when Darnold was behind center all those all those games, more averaged between seven and thirteen targets per game. So he, that his floor was seven, his roof was thirteen, and he was the wide receiver eleven over that span. I'm taking my chances with him. I think I think Marcus uh, Marshall Lattimore is going to be sticking with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. That second receiver has been able to actually get a lot, uh, you know, run wild in the secondary. I'm looking for more a lot. Now, first contingency plan, we got Rashad Bateman at 4,800. Marquise Brown has been sick this week, not with COVID, so he did not practice at all this week. So Bateman could be a cheap play to get a lot of volume in this week. I know the Rams secondary is is really good, uh, but you got Jalen Ramsey, who actually could be taking some, you know, spending some time covering Mark Andrews, that elite tight end. So Bateman. Could be getting so it could be getting a lot of play in a game where the Baltimore is gonna need to throw a lot to keep up with the Rams. So we got Marquez Callaway 
$4,600 going up against that that Carolina defense. Traquan Smith has already been ruled out. So there is not that much competition for targets uh, against that Panther secondary. So Callaway, a, a possible good cheap play. Last one, last receiver, Tyler Johnson at New York Jets. And remember, it's a little bit of rain possibility in that game. At 3,800, Familia, keep an eye on the status for Antonio Brown. If he's out, Johnson becomes a great play because really, the and when it comes to pecking order for targets, it's going to be Rob Gronkowski and Tyler Johnson, those two are going to be getting the bulk of the bulk of the targets all afternoon. And at that price point, a great cheap play for potentially getting a touchdown. Let's go over the tight ends. Travis Kelsey, one of the one of the most expensive on the board, but he's going to be worth it. Mark Andrews and George Kittle both just absolutely destroyed the Cincinnati defense in the last few weeks. So I'm putting Kelsey as very much a, a great play to do that, to replicate that. Another player that could replicate the, uh, what Kelsey is doing is Rob Gronkowski at 6,200 at that New York Jets defense. So before last week when he got two targets, he had between 8 and 11 targets in the previous five games that Gronk played in. And the Jets are allowing five an average of five catches and 60.6 yards per game to the tight end. We're throwing a touchdown possibility in there, Gronk. All right, Dallas Goddard. At Washington football team, $5,100. This is what Goddard did just two weeks ago against Washington. Seven catches on nine targets, 135 yards, no touchdowns. You know what? You want to take a chance that he'll do it again for $5,100? i am taking that chance. Last tight end to talk about Gerald Everett. The Lions are allowing 88.8 .8 receiving yards to the tight end this season since week 12, Familia. For $4,100? I'm taking a chance on on Gerald Everett, who's getting some targets, and there there's some play, you know DK Metcalf is uh, iffy on on some of his uh, with an injury designation. So Gerald Everett could be that that cheap play that gets helps you get to a Jonathan Taylor or a Cup on the rest of the roster. On the defense, uh, one that I kind of like this week is the New York, is uh, Chicago against the New York Giants for $3,200. You got nine sacks in the last three games. You got Robert Quinn going nuts the last, the last several weeks. And the Bears are at home. Weather is going to be an issue, and it's going to be – and it, they are going to be a problem for the Giants, their rotation of Mike Lennon and Jake Fromm. So you know what? I, I'm, th I'm looking at some picks, maybe some, may, maybe, uh, some sacks here and there. and You never know could get a pick six out of it all right familia this is still the for our show uh please make sure to like and subscribe uh our family ffb page on youtube uh that would really help us out also make sure you're like you're subscribing to the audio version of our podcast it's thank you to apple for putting us on on facebook on, on apple google's spotify Thank you, Anchor, for putting us out there. Also, again, FamiliaFFB.com for our original content, including an article on this, and uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at FamiliaFFB. Again, follow me at Jorge Martin 17 I put all our content out there. Otra vez, familia. Feliz año nuevo. Hopefully this this helped you with your uh, DFS lineups. I'll put, a, I'll put an optimal lineup in uh, with the article. But remember, todos somos familia. Salud. Y muy buena suerte.